0: Wookie, give me uh elephant it, we're an audio podcast Wilkie give me an elephant sound you can't just do a sound you can't just- i did a sound did you not hear my sound
1: no no you just did a noise you did a move
0: oh. on, our, on our end of discord you just put your hand up to my, okay, no, my, my, did my discord it up.
1: sensitivity to figure out oh because it's got I, i've got um not i've got background noise cancelling on it thought it was a car going past the thing <laughs> <laughs> it, no, here's the it thing, here's the thing. You're an elephant. It's it's on it's it's on my audacity though so that the listeners will hear it.
0: Wilkie's <laughs> elephant sound was <laughs> There we go. We heard it just then. I, I put it in. Oh, that was, that was a good sound, Wilkie.
2: Thank I'm you. I'm sure it was great. The the best part is that your mouth was behind the microphone as well. So it didn't look like you were opening your mouth to make a noise.
0: <laughs> just like you were trying <laughs> to trick us. <laughs> uh, That was a trick and a treat, (laughs) it's Halloween. Ooh, play the theme tune. everybody, and welcome back to the show we like to do here at the weekends, or as you call it, Wednesday. It's Boy Review, hosted by me, Hamish. And me, Batman. I am the knight. I heard my butler was here last week. <laughs> your butler sounded like Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> James Bond.
1: I get through a lot of
0: butlers. They keep getting what? killed by the Joker. That crime man. Do you put that on like, your contract? When, when you sign up a new butler, do you put, might get killed by Killer Clown? Oh,
1: I, I don't sign them up. They just appear in
2: the Batcave. I don't know where they come from.
0: Well, oh, That sounds like a problem.
2: Do, do you hire them as Batman or as Bruce Wayne? Who is this? Neither. They just appear in the Batcave. But yeah, who, what are you doing in my Batcave? What? Yeah, I did. How did you get in here? I found the keys. Have you ah. been haunted? Is this a ghost? I, I'm the ghost of Boy Review Past.
1: Yeah, that would actually be a much better joke if it was a ghost. Um, okay, <laughs> Hamish, let's redo the intro. Whoa, Hamish, look at this uh, haunted uh, podcast recording studio that we're in.
0: Yeah, I know we're we're we're, we're not together, but we're separate in this two meter. We're,
1: we're both in room. separate haunted podcast recording studios.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Wait, Hamish, did you hear that? I did. It sounds like a ghost. A ghost. And I
1: like. I like. Jump into your arms. Like I, I jump into your arms like Scooby
0: Doo.
2: Hi, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, Thanks for having me. What's your
0: name, Ghost?
2: My name. My name is Dan. Oh, Hi, Dan. And, I, and I'm dead. I guess. How did you?
0: How did you die,
2: Dan? Bus. I don't know how to talk about it. <laughs> it was two days ago. It's quite fresh. You probably wouldn't oh, no. want to talk about it to me. Be... Like, like Hamish, you you can't just ask someone how they died. Come on. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That's hey, like Hamish, you, you can't
1: just ask someone how they died.
0: When you when you are hunting ghosts, you're meant to ask them questions about their life. And why are you hunting me? How did you die? Yeah, don't You're hunt not, Dan. Don't hunt me. You I know, just got here. I thought I was a guest. You, you, want take, like, you can take pictures and then prove the ghosts are real. What
1: if Dan's like a vampire and we've invited him into our podcast? and oh now no. He's
0: a, Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. He, he could suck out the life from Boy Review. <laughs> this
1: is, this is the, the last episode of Boy Review. Tweet yeah. hashtag Boy, re, boy <laughs> Review Crucifix to protect us from this vampire sucking all of our <laughs> listeners
0: that's good that that's that could have a few weird things Wilkie, will give that gets trending if boy crucifix is the hashtag that gets he- it's trending we're gonna get a lot of listeners that are very confused by our show
1: that's probably
0: true yeah so so dan
2: hello who are you hi other than ghost i'm dan uh i'm a friend of hey mission Wilkie. there you go that's who i am
0: yeah that's right Dan been wanting to be on the show for a while.
2: I I, I don't exist otherwise. You do exist. You do only exist in the presence of either Hamish or Wilkie. And when we're both here, oh boy,
0: There's two Dans.
2: Yeah, there's we we each have a Dan. Yeah, we don't know the other one do the podcast though.
0: Is it like the episode of The Simpsons where there's two Barts? I think so. Yeah, um, like there's a, there's a, it's a Halloween episode. And it's like, one of the Barts is the evil Bart, and the other one's the good Bart. Yeah. And it yeah. turns out this whole time, they thought they'd imprisoned the evil Bart, but they hadn't. They'd imprisoned the good Bart. Because the left
2: twin is always the evil twin. It's, I believe, the logic. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because The Simpsons comes up with, like, all of the actual scientific theories. So you don't know that, but that's how it be.
2: They're very good at maths, The Simpsons. I've oh, heard. yeah. I, I read a book about that. They've got some genuinely very intricate math stuff
0: in there. Do, do a lot of mathematicians watch The Simpsons? Do people watch They what write the last it. Time, any... Any of you watch the symptoms? Uh, symptoms? When did you watch the symptoms? You... Uh, I mean,
2: on on the news a lot recently. Yeah,
1: I've I've got an I've got an app that tracks them.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really sad, guys.
1: Honestly, no. In terms of watching The Simpsons, I haven't watched The Simpsons probably since I came to uni. Like, because I don't. I would only really end up watching it more recently when it was on the telly, and I haven't had a, like a working television since i came to uni because I, I don't i don't have one
2: yeah i know i have i've got like some of the older ones on dvd like like pre-season 10 damn but i did recently re-watch the entire futurama over summer. is that quite long yeah how long is futurama oh it's like seven or eight series but like that's a lot of, that's a the, lot of they TV. vary in length because it got cancelled like many times I would have thought there were more. There might be more. I can't remember because I watched like the last three series really quickly because my Amazon Prime said it's going to be taken off in like three days. So I watched oh, it all, no. and then it just didn't come off. So I just sort of binged it for no reason. That's pretty fun. Yeah, It was enjoyable though. Something to do at least. Yeah, and and this was like like April May, so I definitely needed something to do. It wasn't a lot <laughs> in the going of on. Lockdown. Yeah,
0: there's nothing else happening in life. Uh, for me, the last time I watched The Simpsons was when it was. I remember it was the sh- a show that was always on at 6 o'clock on some channel. It was either like Channel 4 channel or maybe yeah, 4, Channel 4, 6, Sky 6 o'clock 1. on Channel 4. Yeah, yeah.
2: same. I remember... um, so it was just like,
0: oh, yeah, because it was Channel 4 at 6, and I think it was on Sky 1 at 6.30, so you could watch one episode then go straight into a second episode. They weren't, like, it wasn't like episode 4 into episode 5. It would just be two random Simpsons
2: episodes. That'd be a really weird cross-channel deal they have where they, they yeah. show consecutive episodes. You know,
0: maybe maybe Channel Four and Sky wanna just team it up. Cool. I don't know Sky. Gonna dominate the TV world. So, Wilkie. Yes. We've got a lot to get through. We've got we three really people. We've got we've got some surprises in store. This is our Halloween episode.
2: Brilliant.
0: So why don't you get off with our first cool topic?
1: Brilliant. I'm very excited about this. Um, my Halloweeny topic today, my kind of spooky topic. Uh I want to talk about uh the undead specifically in D&D cuz they're very cool and I think some of the some of the most classic D&D creatures are undead and they they're just fun they they're very evocative and I wanted to go through a few of my favorites
0: okay let's do it so uh what classes are like undead in D&D so is it just zombies? Do you get some, uh, vampires in there? Do you have any, uh, werewolves?
1: Uh, so werewolves I do not believe are undead, although in, in, uh, the game that you play with me, uh, lycanthropes are able to summon undead creatures, uh, Mm -hmm. but they themselves, I believe, are still humanoids, but shape-changers at the same time. But yes, you're right, vampires are classed as undead, there's lots of, um, vampire something not not vampire somethings uh zombie somethings especially with the tomb of annihilation campaign there's lots of uh zombie dinosaurs that come with that game like a zombie uh, t-rex yeah th- there's a zombie t-rex and it. it regurgitates uh human zombies it's horrible Does it,
0: c- can it only do that if it's eaten humans or can it just magically regurgitate human zombies
1: uh, the stat block just gives it the regurgitate action. It's assumed that the T-Rex has eaten people, and then when the T-Rex was turned into a zombie, the people inside it were turned into
2: zombies as well. It has a really bad digestive system. If the T-Rex, a reg- zombie T-Rex
0: regurgitated the zombies that it had eaten and then ate them again, would it stop being hungry? No. No.
1: Zombies are, zombies are never sated, I think. They're just always hungry. Um. So we're going to go right from the top, right? One of the, well technically on the list i'm looking at the top one is the creature that has no challenge rating the avatar of death which can only be summoned by the um uh <laughs> the, the avatar of death is summoned by the death card from the
0: deck of many things if it if it's the avatar of death it's like it's that like the fifth element from the legend of ang did, yeah. did it sort of show up and it's like hang mastered all of them and then he masters the fifth
1: death yeah just uh or like the the one it's like the captain planet spin-off that's like heart love soul violence and it's just someone with a big mace <laughs> just crushing all of the little cartoon villains um but yes from the top of the list uh i want to talk about liches now lich comes from an old english word just meaning corpse but in D uh, and in, in other fantasy media a lich is a uh most often an arcane spellcaster who has used magic to prolong their life into infinite undeath uh, but while retaining their incredible intelligence. Uh yeah. They are one of the hardest creatures to to fight. They, they're they one of the few creatures that break past challenge rating 20. Oh, I didn't know that was possible. Um, no, well, you can go up to challenge rating 30. The Tarask is challenge rating 30. Uh, liches are terrifying. They have lots of scary spells um, among them. So uh, spellcasters in D&D, spellcasting monsters, have a spell list that is given to them, but DMs can change that. But the Lich starts off, uh, you know, basic Lich has Power Word Kill, which is one of the scariest spells in <laughs> D&D. It's, and it, Die. Like, o- obviously, obviously, you, you could give any spellcaster Power Word Kill, but Liches, they're like, yeah, any Lich should have Power Word Kill. Power Word Kill, if you don't know, uh, you point at a creature, and if it has fewer than 100 hit points, it dies permanently. Uh my wizard, Corrie, mathematically can never have more than 100 hit points. She'll, she'll never reach, she'll never be able to reach that limit. Um, my barbarian, who just hit level six, already has over 100.
0: Yeah, barbarians are fun. But yeah, liches, liches are scary.
1: That's uh, also because if you kill them, they come back because they have what's called a phylactery. And it just means a place where you keep something's mortal remains, like a, you keep like the bone of a saint in a phylactery. And so if their body dies, they just come back again in a few days. Is it like a Horcrux?
2: It's all, It's like it's like one big Horcrux, yeah. It's like a vampire's coffin, basically.
1: It's also like a vampire's coffin, yes.
2: Because if you Ooh. get a vampire, you need to destroy its Ooh. coffin, right?
1: This is true. Uh, speaking of vampires, vampires are also here. Vampires are... What I like about vampires in D&D is that they have all of their original weaknesses as well that are like... And, and they've been sort of um, turned into D&D mechanics. So they've, they, they've got their misty escape that is like they wake up in their coffin when they die and it specifically says like this can't this this is like uh if if they're killed with a piercing weapon made of wood they become paralyzed until it's removed and so you can just para- pa- paralyze them in their coffin
2: do they have my favorite vampire weakness which is like if you throw down rice in front of them they have to count every single piece of rice until they can follow you again. I don't
1: think they do.
0: No,
2: with that that is that is very good.
0: If you play with a fun dungeon master,
2: then yes. Yeah. If you play with a boring dungeon master, then no. You just like just like yeah. a adventuring party come to the town and just raise all the rice from the town.
0: Was that why count count was a thing? Did you he, he started yeah. off life just counting rice and then realized he just he just liked numbers. Yeah, that's the whole reason. Count the count is a thing. It wasn't a choice. He just couldn't
2: not count things.
0: Yeah, he was trapped on the Muppets show. <laughs> Do you get? Can you can you fight like Dracula? It, does Dracula specifically have a and D counterpart? Dracula. Dracula does have a
1: counterpart. Uh, uh, his name is Strad. Count Zarovich von Strad. No, Strad von Zarovich. Strad von Zarovich.
0: That sounds like a cool name. That sounds way yeah, better than Dracula. Um, Strad. Would you rather fight Strad or Dracula? Like, Dracula's. Mm, Dracula's still cool. pretty
1: cool, but yeah, Curse of Strad is a whole like creepy. D&D campaign uh Curse of Strahd and Ghosts of Saltmarsh are the two like oh if you want to play like creepy creepy scary D&D.
0: So for Halloween that could be perfect. So if you wanted to play Halloween on Saturday to celebrate good good Halloween you can play Curse of Strahd or what was the other one you mentioned? Uh
1: Ghosts of Saltmarsh
0: sort of uh that's less scary I'd say but there's lots of undead in
1: I've it. I've
2: played a bit of Ghosts of Saltmarsh but like I think some of the starting area where it's just smugglers rather than ghosts.
1: Now those high level undead get loads of get loads of attention. Ooh, scary liches, I'm going to power kill you, that sort of thing. Uh, but lower level undead are still pretty scary because they have a, a trait called undead fortitude, which means that even if you kill it, it has a chance to just come back to life again. And so you could think you've, oh, like, cool, you've taken out like three zombies. There's still two left and that they, they could just come back to life. And, Whoa. and a lot of them have these like combination abilities. So you've got these ghouls who can paralyze you with a bite. And then if there's a ghast anywhere near them, then the ghast will like urge them onwards and make it a lot harder to make them flee with uh, undead turning effects so i i really like the sort of the the ways that these that the zombies have been or the undead in many ways have been made to work together in very scary ways
2: a single zombie is never scary in any media you got you got to put a lot of zombies together
1: the one thing i think i would change is is that i'd want the zombification to be like passed on sometimes like I'd give the because the zombies have a slam attack; they just both their arms just bonk you on the head. But I'd like them to have a bite as well. That's like a lot harder to hit with, but can pass on zombification if it kills someone. Oh wow!
0: So, Wookie, what would you give uh, undead creatures in D and D specifically? Not undead creatures very, in real life. That are a are different. Very point. specific topic. Uh, what would you give them as a rating? Hmm.
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be discerning. I'm gonna leave room for improvement. I'm gonna give a a. A bad good. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're not perfect. And I, I think a little bit of tweaking, a little bit here and there could make them much nicer. But I, I really like them. And they're very evocative and scary.
0: Yes, they sound very scary. I, I would say a bad good just because I wish there was one that was just a bunny. It was cute and fluffy. And it it didn't but hurt also you. But also undead. Yeah, it, it didn't hurt you, but it was, just, it was nice. It wasn't so scary. It just happens to be undead. Yeah. Right then, Hamish, I reckon it's your turn. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I know. Um, all right.
1: So no, I'm I'm am doing it after yours. I don't want to go twice in a row.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. I, I thought you. Were I need my rest. You. I thought you were waiting to trick me. Uh, so going on from something that's very scary and me wishing for a cuddly bunny. Uh, there are lots of occasions in my life where I wish I could have a cuddly bunny to protect me, look after me, make me feel safe. And those times are whenever I am experiencing something that I'm afraid of. Sort of a, uh, you might say a phobia. That might be a bit of a strong word to use, uh, but that's sort of a i want to talk about the things that we are scared of this week
1: are you reviewing an emotion are you are you reviewing the (laughs) concept of fear
0: well i I, i'm reviewing the concept of being afraid of something but sort of okay let me get let me maybe it's like it's not quite irrational because i think i have fairly rational fears so i have three things that i would say i have sort of a a phobia of i I, i'll
1: I'll just get get my notebook so i
0: can use these against you okay important information uh and they're very traditional three fears so i'm gonna go in like order of how much how paralyzing that they are to me uh so the first one is spiders hate spiders eight-legged bastards they run across the floor they freak you out they're like all inside your room if i see a spider just before i go to bed i do have to either throw it out the window with a glass or if there's no other option whack it with a shoe i don't like having to do that but it freaks me out i cannot sleep if it's if i've seen it in the room and if it disappears, then I am not sleeping that night. I have to. I have to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, because that's that's the spiders' room now. I <laughs> I completely
2: agree. I can't do spiders.
0: <laughs> even if it's tiny, even if it's the size of a penny, it wins. It has the whole space.
2: I'm fine with spiders until I don't know where one is anymore. Yes, that's right. When well, I don't know where it is, there was there was there was there was one time recently I was literally waiting for a lecture online in my room, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't opened my curtain yet." So I opened my curtains. A spider fell down onto like my laundry basket. So I like look at my watch, and I've got like two minutes. And I empty my laundry basket onto the floor to find the spider. And then it just runs under my bed. Well, that's that's just a, That's the same problem again. Yeah, uh, but now I know that it's here and it's just under my bed and I can't get under there. Like, there's no like the bed's like down to the floor with whatever it is. Uh. I haven't seen it since. It might it might still be there. Done. What you should have done. Take that washing. Throw it all in the washing
0: machine again and just spin it. I don't want a dead spider to get Flush torn the apart and just tiny yeah, bits no, of Hamish, spider claws. Hamish,
1: that really isn't it, Hamish. Is that not it? No. <laughs> not no you're going to get spider hair all over your clothes, and that's that's what the spider
0: wants. Okay, maybe that was worse. Well, okay. So, but see, the, that's the problem, Wilkie. When I'm thinking about spiders, I start thinking irrationally, because they just, they win. Spider When a spider enters a fight, it's win. You were talking about d and D a second ago. What's the biggest size monster that something can be? Like, what's the biggest size? Uh-
1: gargantuan brackets titan
0: okay that's basically how big i feel a spider is if it enters a space that's the amount of space it fills for me
1: it fills at least a 40 foot cube
0: yeah spiders for me are fluid they fill whatever ca- container they're inside
1: that's that's true yeah uh, spiders <laughs> have an aura that extends out to to the the nearest walls and they uh, come in and it's a warm it's like it's like your house is a, like a ubisoft game <laughs> and they, they, like, get into your room and then, like, the whole area is then revealed to them. And it's like, ah, this is my area of the map now. <laughs> they, they do
0: a little eagle dive off the bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they see all the quests in your room, like, like get spider hair all over your cup. And then there's spider hair in it and you drink it and you tend to a
2: spider. Dangled just above your bed. Yeah. Spiders Be in video medicine. games,
0: I can t- handle. Spiders in other media I can handle. If I have to get rid of a spider, I can sort of center my zen for a second and go and get dispose of said spider in whatever fashion is is possible uh, i've mentioned like you know i can catch them in a cup and try and throw them outside uh, that's always my preferred option I, I i feel like i i'm i i'd say it's like a solid maybe seven out of ten fear there's there's some room for improvement the next step up though having to go into the dark now i don't mean just like I can turn my light off when I go to bed. I quite enjoy sleeping in the dark. But it's when I have to go into a dark space for a reason. Like I have to, you know, uh, if it's really late out and I've forgotten to take the bins out, I have to go outside. I live in the countryside, so there's not any street lights or anything like that. And and it's it's very pitch black, and I have to go out, and I have to go and complete a task. It's like it's like in Among Us. I know I have to go into electrical. I'm going to dive. I have to go and do it. I don't have enough. The lights choice. are off.
1: You gotta go fix them. You know you're gonna get killed. But someone's uh,
0: gotta do it. The, the, exactly. And it's a few of those other things, you know, the moment like going into my garage, uh if I have to go and get something out of there, there's that moment where it is dark and the lights sort of you flick the switch and the lights take a second and they flick on and then they've come on properly. Probably spooky stuff. Having to go out there does fill me with a bit of dread. Uh, and then, particularly my biggest—the reason that the dark takes over spiders, though, is I'd feel like that's normally maybe a six, where they or a seven. Where it comes to like an eight or a nine, is when uh, the idea of being like trapped in an enclosed dark space sounds like my worst nightmare. Trapped in an enclosed dark space
1: with a spider—that
0: Th- would be like an eleven out of ten, Wookiee. It's it's yeah. it compounds. So mean, it's,
1: similarly to spiders, I I can't do uh, I can't do moths. Oh, people People who played Among Us with me, uh, for the past couple of, uh, in, in the past couple of months know that I don't do moths. Um, they're, they're very scary. They, they flap around my room and I, I don't like the noise they make. I don't like how unpredictable they are. That's what I don't like about spiders either. It's like the spider could just be chilling. Okay. And if a spider wants to chill, I guess that's fine. But I don't, I can never tell if the, the spider's just gonna climb up onto my bed and like into my mouth.
0: I feel like that's a myth. I don't think spiders climb into mats. But there's oh no, but there's never a zero percent chance of that
1: happening. It might
2: do it by mistake.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it might fall onto the it might fall from the ceiling and go into my ear and take control of my brain like the rat from Matatouille.
0: Wilkie, I just convinced myself that it could have been a myth. Now you've made it a real fear again. You've taught you've convinced me now that there is you're right, there is not a zero percent chance that it would happen.
2: I'm with you there on moths, though. Like they're really the only thing that I'm scared of. But like they're so flapping. Yeah, but also like only in the last like three years, I suddenly became terrified of moths. Like one time, uh, I went into the uh, my bathroom to go clean my teeth at home, and someone had left like the light on and the window open, and there were literally like five moths on the ceiling, flapping about the light, so it cast massive shadows in the room. And I just said, "Oh, the shadows." Yeah, I just out loud went, "Nope." just got a bit of teeth toothpaste she <laughs> put it in my mouth and just went to bed although like, that's good enough that's fair i'm not i'm not spending any more time in that room than i have to
1: that's so fair i do not blame
2: you
0: moths have like the second dairy problem of like not only are they scary they flap around they cause these giant shadows that freak you out they then come in and they try and salt the earth of the place they infect they destroy all your clothes all of your nice things they lay their eggs and then suddenly there's There's gone from one moth to 20,000 moths because they've all been born.
2: And they're like weirdly dusty. Yeah. Got that weird dust about them.
0: They get all gross. Yeah. And moths, bad, bad. Spiders, I'm going to say good, bad because they can be useful. The the dark, bad, bad. Good, bad because it's good for sleeping in. But what is bad, bad, bad? Our new worst thing in the world. You can do that.
2: You can just create a
0: new one. Yeah, you can do what you want. (laughs) This is boy review. Oh, all right slam right worst thing my my absolute most paralyzing fear are heights i cannot deal with being high up particularly i don't like being able to see from where i am i don't being able to see floor below me so there are certain places uh in the university of warwick uh that do freak me out I, have to, I, I used to study quite, I studied maths and physics, uh, the maths building, not the end of the world, but some of the stairs, um, it's, there's ones where it's not, it's not all joined up, they're slats of metal, and so there are gaps, you're not going to fall through them, because they're like, they're, they're sort of, this one stair is slightly over the second stair, the bottom stair, the top stair is slightly over the bottom stair, so it's impossible to somehow slip through, and the gap is, like, not thick enough for a human body But still, my brain's telling me, you might slip through that, Hamish. You can see the floor. It could happen. Then you just hit it. And it's a a one floor. You might accidentally teleport through the floor and just... Exactly. Um,
1: It's not a 0% chance. You don't want a quantum
2: tunnel through the stairs. Right?
0: (laughs) And even worse...
1: Someone else somewhere in the building is experimenting with quantum tunnels. They're like the most advanced PhD student. And they accidentally teleport Hamish through some stairs and he falls (laughs) like 10 feet
0: yeah, right, I, I probably wouldn't get that badly hurt, but it does freak me out, even worse is, uh, in the, the humanities building at Warwick, uh, there's, there, those, uh, there's, like, two parts of the building, uh, where, and there's this long, uh, what's, the, what's the word, it's not stairs, it's, like, a bridge, that's, it's, like, a bridge corridor, though, so, For some reason, they've decided this bit of the corridor is just going to be a bridge and you can see either side of you and you can see down to the floor. Again, it's a full bridge. There's no gaps in the bridge. There's not even like panels at the side that I could slip through. My brain's like, what if the bridge gave way? What if today's the day the bridge fails and I'm going to fall and that's it for me? And quite frequently when we did improv, rooms to study in and practice in would be on the other side because those rooms weren't always used. They weren't always timetables in the evening, so we could go and book them. I hated it. I was terrified. I'd have to sort of like uh, grab Izzy's hand and just like clench it all the way across because I was convinced that was going to be the day we were going to fall. And the only person that was going to save me would be Izzy. And she can't do that. She's not very strong. But I had I had to just focus <laughs> on her for if a second. I'm, if I'm going
2: down, I'm taking
0: her with me. Oh no, that'd be sad. But the worst, the worst experience I've ever had with heights is on the Eiffel Tower.
2: Oh no, Hamish. Oh Why no. did you go Oh, off- you've
1: told this... You've told this story, yeah. Why
2: did you go up the Eiffel Tower?
1: I think I think you've told this story on the show before.
2: Why
0: did I go up the tower? Because it was a school trip. I didn't have another choice. Yeah, fair enough. It was like, I, I, to be fair, I think how I think it was year ten or eleven. It was a French trip, and I was doing French GCSE, so I think we got to go. I think because um, at my school you had to pick you had to pick one language as a GCSE, so I think was I that old? I feel like I was old enough that I theoretically could have been left with like another group of students, like sort of the 14 to 16 range where stu- uh, teachers are willing to let you be on your own. But because it was at the Eiffel Tower where it's so busy, there's so many tourists there um, and all these like other aspects. They're just like, OK, we're in a foreign country. Sure, we've let them sort of wander around a little bit on their own, but we want to let's go up the Eiffel Tower like we bought tickets to go up. And it was all right at the base level, sort of the first level up. It's really big and wide. You can't really see down from when you're there. When you go up to the very top, which we did, nope. Did not leave, did not stick straight out of sort of 20 centimetres of the the lift. I just sort of stood right next to the exit. I was like, I'm just going to stand here and wait it out for the next hour or however long we were up there for. probably wasn't an hour. It was maybe like 20 minutes. I'm just going to stick it out. Eventually, this Must have felt night, like an hour, though. This nightmare will be over. People tried to drag me to the side because I, I went to an all boys school and, and, and there they, they know how to deal on your weaknesses. They could tell I was scared. They wanted to, they wanted to freak me out. And I was very close to doing that. They wanted me to go to the edge. Uh, I did not. I stood my ground. And then the final plan was, uh, teacher was like, oh, let's try walking down. Uh, and, uh, I don't know why, but I thought like, okay, maybe this is the time I will conquer my fears. I don't know why I thought that, that would be my, I'd conquer my fears in that moment. And I went, nope, I'm not gonna conquer my fears. And I told the teacher, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go with the other group just before I caught them just before they went on the elevator, and I was able to go down with them. But it was, uh, it was the worst thing in the world.
2: I a couple of years ago went to New York, so I did the Empire State Building, which I, I, I'm not a problem of heights. I'm just only terrified of dropping my phone. Like, taking... Because, obviously, you're up the Empire State (laughs) Building, you're going to take some photos. And I'm just there, like, taking photos of my phone right up against my chest. And, like, there's, like, plastic sheets, right? And, like, gates that you you couldn't get your phone through if you, like... Unless you tried really hard. But I I ain't dropping that These
1: millennials, these millennials, all they care about is their phones also i don't think you're a millennial i think you're gen z yeah we are.
2: Yeah, yeah no dan's absolutely because
0: we're not even millennials working millennials are slightly older than us well also, you're you younger gen- than me gen- generations zedders and your yeah. mobile phones i think i might have said this on the show before but i find it really funny that because obviously uh you've got generation Z, which is named after generation x um or you've got zoomers which is the joke of based on boomers using Zed. Uh, I find it really funny that now Zoomers is so apt for this coronavirus world that we live in because all of our interactions People are on Zoom. On Zoom. <laughs> yeah, except you're not allowed to use Zoom anymore. Are you not?
1: No, security's not tight enough. Uh, societies have to run events through um Teams.
2: There's going to be a Zoom horror movie at some
0: point. Oh, there probably wasn't there a Ring movie where like there's the, the Ring gets passed on via a YouTube video or something. If you watch this YouTube video, Maybe. you're going to die. Well,
1: there there was Unfriended, which was yeah, the that's um the one I was trying to think of the fate the the Facebook
0: horror film. I feel like Facebook is just its own horror film though. The amount of data yeah. they collect on you. Oh,
1: the, the the new design, the new Facebook UI. I can't stand it. That's a horror show, and not in the um. What's it called? What's the what's the book? Chocolate orange? No. Maybe? Clockwork Orange.
2: Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate orange. My favorite Chocolate book,
1: orange. Terry's Chocolate Orange. Stanley Kubrick's best work, Chocolate Orange. So Hamish, what's what's your official review of being scared of things?
0: Of oh, being scared of things is bad, bad, because People set off and say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but I definitely feel weaker having to tackle the things I'm very afraid of. I don't feel like I can cope with life after that. That's fair. I hate I th- it. I
1: thought you, you did also just
0: give a worst
1: worst to heights.
0: Oh, yeah. Heights Heights can go fuck off. I want everything to be flat. Or mountains. Mountains or flat. Buildings are only allowed to be one story tall. They're allowed to have one ground floor. Here's was advertising to his new anti-skyscraper movement. <laughs> it was a get rid yeah, of them all that's right i don't know like it does it depends they have to be designed in a certain way i have to not be able to see the floors below me. as long as hamish doesn't have to go in the skyscraper yeah how people d- can do what they want i'm
1: the the person in the skyscraper that hamish wants to come see they have to come to him on the yeah, bottom floor and right. there's a little cafe how do you it's called
2: hamish's cafe how do you feel like standing right outside a really tall building like do you do you look up and like get scared oh you, you look up and it's falling on you Oh, if I
1: look
0: up at a building. Yeah. That's cool. It's it's one of those weird things. Wherever I'm at the bottom of something, I think like, oh, it'd be so great to be up there. Then I get up there and I'm like, oh, this is such a bad idea. I, that's why heights are so, so awful to me. because I, I forget how much I'm scared of heights. And I always think like, oh, I could, I could enjoy up there. There are occasions where I'm not. If I'm on an airplane, I'm not afraid of heights for somehow. And if I'm rock climbing, I'm not as scared. I, I'm fine to go up something and then down again. Uh, but say abseiling where you start at the top and you have to come down. No, can't do that. And I can't do like high ropes with much ease because it's it's not very good. Hamish, dramatic music.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please?
0: The show starts in 10. Seven, six, five, four,
2: three, two, one,
1: go! Whoa! Welcome back, everyone! Bum 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 to the best segment Boy Review has ever seen. Boy beats world. Yeah, on this show. On this show, we pitch our guest against Hamish to see if Hamish can beat them in a contest of their specialist subject. It's never gone well for Hamish (laughs) in the past, and I don't think it's about to. So, Dan, you are an expert, uh, I I believe, in in many topics, but in two specific topics. Chemistry. Sure. And being called Daniel. I, I do have a lot of experience of being called Daniel. About 20 so, years. So, with the help of my girlfriend Jade, who is doing a master's in chemistry, I have concocted a quiz that is about Daniel themed chemistry questions. <laughs> this is genuinely <laughs> okay. terrifying. Okay. I don't know why. And we're going to see how you do. Uh, so, how is this going to let's, work? Let's well, I'm gonna ask questions and I'm gonna get answers from you guys. Is it gonna uh, be? Um, are we?
0: Oh, is it gonna be one question to me, one question to Dan, or, or are we gonna? Wait no,
1: you'll have to. Uh, you'll have to buzz in to see if you know the answer.
2: I wasn't told I'd need a buzzer.
1: No, nah, you just say the word buzz. All right. Hey, Mr. Buzz. let's see if we can get some. Let's see if we can get some dramatic, like, um, like. I don't know, count, you know the countdown clock? No, not the countdown
0: clock.
2: Is the countdown music
0: royalty free? Absolutely not. Because it gets used a lot, though. <laughs> I'm almost certain it isn't. So Probably like, private events where the, yeah. you're allowed to get away with things like that.
1: Yeah. Pri- the private event being an episode of countdown. <laughs> Question number one. Buzz in if you know the answer. The Daniel cell is a type of electrochemical cell featuring a copper two sulfate solution. What color is copper two sulphate? Buzz. Buzz. I think Dan was there first. Dan. Um, copper two. Yeah. What color is a copper two sulfate solution? It'd be blue, right? That is correct. Damn, I was gonna say blue. I yeah, gonna it guess is that. either uh, blue or green. Dan leads with one point. Question number two. Perhaps this one will be a little less fair, Hamish. I'm sorry. (laughs) One of the first year chemistry modules at our university is partly taught by a lecturer called
0: Dan. What color hoodie does Dan (laughs) typically wear? Buzz, 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 buzz. Okay, if Hamish gets it wrong, do I get a chance to answer afterwards? You do, yes. You can steal if Hamish gets it wrong. So I have no clue. I don't know who this person is, so I'm gonna guess. I need you to guess quickly, Hamish. Maroon.
1: You are 100% correct. Ah, it's it's burgundy. I call it more burgundy. The options I have here are either maroon, burgundy or red, and Hamish got it. I can't believe you got that right! Well done, Hamish. Hamish evens the score one to one. Question number three. Dantrolene is a commercially available muscle relaxant. It costs 311 pounds for 0.2 grams. Its structure includes four nitrogen atoms. What is the atomic mass of nitrogen? Buzz. Daniel.
2: Um, uh, fourteen. Fourteen is correct. Two one to Dan. I didn't even have to look at my periodic table. I mean, it's right there. It's fourteen point zero one.
1: Ooh, yeah. All all I have here is fourteen. That's all fine. Dan has 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 pulled ahead once again. That was
2: oh, that was such a fucking bullshit. Like lead up to the
1: question. Look, okay, look, we had to make it Dan-themed somehow. No, I'm I'm loving it. Question number four. If you spell Dan backwards, you get NAD, which is a dinucleotide involved in metabolism. How many nucleotides are in a dinucleotide? Buzz. 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 Two. I'm sorry. Yeah, on my end, I heard Dan first, and two is the correct oh, answer. I was going to
0: get that. That was a that was a big question. Oh,
1: Dan, it's three one to Dan.
2: My uh, my slump in my chair. My, my expertise in being a Daniel is coming in a lot more than my expertise in chemistry.
1: This is true. Question number five. Daniel Shepman is an Israeli chemist who was awarded the 2011 Nobel Prize for Chemistry for his uh, for his discovery of quasi-crystals. Quasi-crystal structures can be seen using S-E-M.
0: What does S-E-M stand for? Buzz. Buzz. I heard Hamish first. Okay, so I'm gonna say, using i am I'm gonna say small electron microscope. No, I have no clue. Okay, that's not correct. No. Dan,
2: you can steal. All right. Is it scanning electron microscopy? Yes, it is. 4-1
0: to Dan. See, I, I I get a victory whenever I just buzz in first. That's, I, and at the yeah, moment, I'm right. not even winning on that on that front.
1: <laughs> no, no, you really aren't. Um, question number six. Daniel's first fireworks is a children's book designed to teach safety around fireworks. Which metal salt is responsible for making fireworks red?
2: Buzz. Um, I literally. That's Dan. For my communicating science module, I literally did a fact sheet. Oh, on he fireworks did. You were telling me about this. this is Uh And it's um, <sighs> I mean, it's strontium. Do I need to give the strontium's good enough? I yeah.
1: guess you the point. Five one to Dan. I don't know what counter on the news, but five one, Hamish. How do you
0: feel? I mean, this was a this this was a bad bad format of a quiz show to have something that the other it's, person it's not... expert. In. Hamish, Hamish, it's not over yet. I <laughs> know. I mean, I think yet. it's a good good
1: format. If, if 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 you get these um if you get these next four correct you can even the score you can draw with Dan. Question number seven. Thaumatococcus daniellii is an African plant used as a source of a sweet-tasting protein. Please name for me a sugar molecule which isn't glucose. Buzz. Hamish. Sucrose. Sucrose is correct.
0: Yeah. That was partly biology. Or was it? At Five least... two. it's
2: biochemistry.
0: Yeah. So I got I had some of that in my course. Question number eight. Hamish,
1: you are on a you're on a good a good run here. Let's see if you can get all, all the all the next three right. Yeah. Question number eight. Daniel Craig is known for playing James Bond. Oh no. What is the difference between a covalent
0: bond and ionic buzz, bond? Buzz,
1: buzz, buzz, buzz!
0: I heard Hamish first, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay, so a covalent bond, they share electrons. An ionic bond, one gives an electron to the other. Or gives electrons to the other, it doesn't necessarily have to be one electron.
1: That is correct. Yeah! 5-3 to Dan, he's catching up on you.
0: Don't
2: call the, it,
1: it does a compact!
0: Great,
1: let's do it. It does also say this is a year nine question, and whatever he says will almost like will almost definitely be correct. All right, <laughs> very easy question, Hamish. So so well done there. Question number nine, Hamish. You got two more to even the score. My girlfriend—that's not how you say that word. <laughs> My girlfriend has four Facebook friends called Daniel. Name an atom, which has four electrons in its outermost energy level.
2: Buzz. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to try and not look at my periodic table. Go for it, Dan. I should carbon. Carbon.
1: Carbon. is correct.
2: Uh... I, I should have known carbon, really. That was... You, should, you could also have had silicon, had
1: germanium, to... strontium, lead, or flavorium. No, fluorovium, sorry. That is correct. I know. 6-3 to Dan, as he pulls ahead unassailably. (laughs) Question number 10, just for the heck of it. Daniel Radcliffe, see it's about a Daniel, was born in 1989. Oh, he's old. The Nobel Prize in 1989 was awarded for the discovery of catalytic properties of RNA. What does RNA stand for? Oh, Buzz!
0: Hamish! Oh wait! Oh wait! No! Uh, okay. Oh, I've forgotten what the arsenes were. I'm gonna say ribonucleic acid. Drum roll, please. That is correct. That was also my degree. I I talked about RNA in my dissertation.
1: Well done, Hamish. Daniel, congratulations. You take the win. Six points to four. A close fight. Well done to both contestants.
0: I actually felt like I, I, I could do okay at some of those. So that was a good, good quiz book in the end. I wouldn't mean you. to give it a premature bad, bad. I'll,
1: I'll share that good, good with Jay. Jay did most of the work, if I'm honest. And well done, Dan. Thank you. What's my prize? Uh, your prize, get, getting on the good, good wall? Or is he already going to go on there? Yeah,
0: you're going to go on the good, good gang. Hey. Here we go. I
1: got, I've got my massive marble slab here. It's impressive You can pick it up. Yeah, I'm very strong physically. He picks it up with one hand as well. Yeah, well, I I pick it up with um, uh, something that isn't my hand because then I need one hand to hold the chisel and one hand to hold the hammer so I can carve in the name.
0: You pick it up with your feet and your knees. I pick it up with my butt cheeks. Oh no,
2: <laughs> that's what I was trying to avoid. Wilkie. clench them real tight. <laughs> Impressive you can get the angle.
0: Uh, that'd be really awkward if you're trying to hold some. Yeah, you're trying to hold it with your. Your butt, and then you're spinning around, doing a nearly what 180 with your torso. Well, you you know that
2: it it. you know that Wilkie is double jointed in his butt, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm like but- I'm like um, um, backwards. Backwards. I'm
1: like Jake the dog from Adventure Time.
0: <laughs> I've never seen Adventure Time, but I'll just I'll just laugh and say yes. Sure. <laughs> I'll assume that's the funny. only thing of adventure. Uh, the only thing I've seen of Adventure Time is there was some bit with like the. You know, the New York, the hungry, jungle, wet dreams. And then it was like some guy doing pancakes, bigger, bigger pancakes. And yeah, then some that's straight. And I put it in a pancake. Yeah, that's all I remember. That's all I know of Adventure Time. And someone mashed those two songs together. It was it was good. It was good shit.
2: Was it good, good shit?
0: Uh, I don't know. Hold out judgment.
2: Fair enough.
0: We can't just throw out good goods like they're, you know, candy at a fair.
2: Gotta earn it.
0: Yeah, they're going to earn a good good. It's it's, it's an honour. It's a, a distinction. Uh, it's fantastic. But, and Dan, maybe for, for this next topic, you get to award potentially a good good or any rating that you want, as it is now, your topic. Uh, they, so what would you like uh, to talk about? To first well, ever guest it.
2: topic. Very excited. I know. So, hey, this messaged message me saying, oh, if you could make it Halloween based, that would be uh, appreciated. And I was like, oh, good. I'm not, into much like horror, like I enjoy Halloween, Monday's that much, and then I look at my iPad, see the BBC iPlayer logo, and two minutes later reply, "Okay, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I am talking about ghosts, not just ghosts in general, but the BBC pro TV program Ghosts." Oh, good stuff! Yes. Now, uh, if listeners or indeed you two have heard of Horrible Histories, I have uh, the TV show. It is a. ghost. is made by uh, a lot of the cast from Horrible Histories. And if I may just give Horrible Histories a quick good good. I feel like if you have seen Horrible <laughs> Histories, you can agree that it just doesn't need explanation. It's a very good good show. Yes. But, okay,
0: we'll let you have that one for free.
2: Thank you. Appreciated. But no, I'm here to talk about ghosts. So, um, spoilers for like the first couple episodes in the first season of ghosts which are basically the two episodes that set the premise of the show so it starts off with uh Mike and Allison who are looking for a new place and they inherit a decrepit old mansion called button house from uh, from an old you know like step great aunt that you never knew about.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely not haunted. You know, when yeah, if I won one of those, I'd be like, "Yeah, sounds legit." I'm just going to go and check it out. Yeah, they're going Honestly, to check it What could go wrong? They, free house.
2: They,
0: Even if yeah, it is haunted, they, I don't mind. It's a free house.
2: Well, it yeah. turns out, what a surprise! This house is haunted. What? I know. Crazy. By uh, the cast of Horror Histories. <laughs> wait, actually, <laughs> wait, that wait, sounds like a very sweet deal. Wait, is it? Are they, are they actually the cast? No. No, no, they, they, are, they are... I playing... want Matthew Bainton to haunt <laughs> me. <laughs> Many people do. No, uh, the Castle Pictures play a series of ghosts from, like, different time periods in uh, England. And basically, through some accident, Alison falls out of a window in the house and is in an induced coma for two weeks. Holy shit! Yes, and when she wakes up, she can suddenly... She was... The explanation is she was so close to death that she can now see ghosts.
1: Okay, that's that's So she can now
2: (laughs) see and talk to, you know, see and hear the ghosts, who normally they could just, like, hear everyone. They they can obviously experience everyone else, but no one can see or hear them. And yeah, so, like, and then basically antics of the couple, Alison and Mike, Mike cannot see the ghosts. And the actor has a very tough job of having to stand in a room and not react to anything that's happening around him. Oh, yes. Which I do not envy <laughs> that actor. Oh, that must be so fun, though. Yeah, <laughs> Just, but uh, you're yeah. not laugh for the next hour. Yeah, but then uh, Allison can now see the ghost, and you know, eventually the ghosts don't want them to live there at first because you know it's their house. They've been there for that's fair. Something you know, hundreds of years. Much, much like a spider.
1: That's their house.
2: When they arrived, they took ownership of it.
1: But
0: unfortunately, the legal system. Those are liquid. Hahaha. <laughs> e- well, <laughs> yes. li- no fluid, even not liquid. Fluid. Damn it! Uh, I got my the terms about. wrong.
1: Hambo, yeah. Call yourself a scientist.
0: Yeah. Well, I I I've got a degree
2: to prove it. I've got two degrees to prove it. Yeah. A weird flex, but
0: okay. Fluid dynamics was also my worst module. I, I, I failed my Fluid Dynamics module
2: in my final year. I don't blame you. <laughs> but yeah, so it, 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 it's a sitcom. Probably should say the genre. And uh, it's very good. I, I really enjoy it. It's very funny.
1: So we've got the, the, these first two episodes which suddenly deal with, like, oh, there's all the ghosts and now the person can see them. Do the ghosts ever team up with the humans I know we maybe don't want to give very specific spoilers because we're trying to get people to watch the show but like is it is it a continuation of the humans versus ghosts or do the ghosts come round to the humans side
2: no it's um, it's mostly sort of like the two humans are trying to they're, they're just trying to live in the house and like they, they have to do a lot of building work because the house is like falling apart and very old so they've got to like fix it and it's just them living there with the ghosts. They 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 generally get along at this point. That's there's pretty
0: like, cool. You know, That's cute. Yeah. I'm
2: glad that they get along. This sounds like actually a actually really good show. It, it's it's very good. I do enjoy it. It's there's it's really fun just watching like a World War Two captain who you know is prob- was probably was probably like home guard, never got to see any actual action, action in the war. React talk to a caveman. And a <laughs> oh, woman. Did they just play that horror Street's characters. Well, so, like each of the cast has a character that they play. Okay. Uh, but they do. They do also all play a plague ghost, which are in the basement. Because basically, yes, like an I've, entire I've town of these plague ghosts. Yes. And en- an entire town just you know they have you know, got the plague and they were like you know thrown in like a plague pit, and the house is built on top of that. Hundreds years later, but they just stay in the basement, and they're just like there <laughs> we next to the down boiler. Here.
1: I've, I've seen a bit where um, someone is investigating a skeleton and the ghosts are all listening to what the guy thinks about the skeleton to try and work out whose skeleton it is. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a, a female, maybe uh, 30s or 40s. And they're, they're all looking around like, oh, what if it's me? What if it's me? Uh, and then it looks to have had a severe
2: case of syphilis. And they're like, oh, no, it can't be me. It can't be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, in the, uh, that's in the second season, which only the second series came out like September. Oh, that so very fresh. Oh, I Reasons really and then fresh. I, only
1: a couple of seasons, you could sort of get into it and and really really oh, go yeah, for it.
2: They're like six half an hour episodes a season, so it, it I, I over the past like three days I rewatched the first season for this show, not on purpose. Impressive. I was just going to rewatch. I was just going to rewatch the first couple so I could do the like you know the the premise, and then I just you watched got the rest drawn of the first in season. because it's this sounds yeah. really
0: good, Dan. It is. When it is. you initially mentioned it, I thought it was going to be like a ghost hunting show. And I thought, ah, oh, Dan's into this kind of rubbish. Because I know you watched, uh, you watched uh, Neighbours with uh, some of your flatmates. And I thought, like, what uh, are you trying to uh, say about Neighbours? Dan's, I don't know. It's, uh, but anyway, I was like, ah, oh, if Dan's into Neighbours, I could see him being into a ghost hunting show. And to be fair, some of them can be wild as all hell. Just seeing these several adult people reacting to nothing. And, and getting themselves all riled up a bird uh and uh, but yeah, this actually sounds really really good y- your your TV Dan's TV ratings have gone up in the world thanks
2: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, I guess I mean soap pop was up to everyone's taste they weren't ready to mine until I just sort of started watching neighbors ah oh, neighbors <laughs> love love a bit of Australian TV. Yeah,
1: I've I've started watching Horrible Histories again lately.
2: I also have been doing that because uh, my girlfriend never watched it when it came out. So when I'm around hers, we'll uh, watch a couple episodes.
1: That's very fun. No, um, why are you watching it, Wilkie? Uh, less uh, less wholesome reasons. Because um, I fancy Matthew Bainton. No, um, it's because uh, uh, my flatmate Alex and I have uh, discovered a Horrible Histories drinking game, and we will occasionally partake of. <laughs> Uh, a, a, a tipple or two while watching horrible histories or four or five <laughs> or four or five or twelve uh you you have to you take a, a sip every time the uh animated title card comes up and you take an extra sip if the person says their very specific catchphrase I can't remember any of their specific catchphrases at this very moment but it's a hundred percent accurate uh if 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 rattus rattus says hundred percent accurate you take a drink if there's a sign that says this is true. This really happened. You take a drink. If the sign is uh, held by Rattus Rattus, you take an extra drink. Uh, <laughs> whenever someone says uh, hi, I'm a shouty man. You take a drink. Whenever the um, I've forgotten the, the 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 weather presenter guy. Whenever he says Bob Hale, Bob Hale, when Bob Sale, and that was that. But not uh, for long. But not for long. Yeah, that
0: uh, t- <laughs> they could take a drink when he when he does that. And I think take a drink for a song. I like the idea of you. You can't remember the catchphrases right now, but once you've taken a few drinks, you just have to bash them out. Like yeah, yeah. you've got to get into the right mindset. Well, because because some of them are very
1: specific and some of them are very general. Like the the Victorian, the vile Victorians one was just in Victorian London, I think, which is most of
2: the Victorian ones.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so which is why that becomes the catchphrase. It's like you know the majority of vile Victorians segments start off with in Victorian London. Uh, we used to send children up chimneys, hundred percent accurate, and that's like ten drinks in one.
0: Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I actually had another fear. I want to go back to that oh. is actually the most irrational, uh, and uh, Wait, the, did the, produce the, the most the most irrational, pu- uh, most irrational, and also produced the most public uh, display of fear. Sorry to interject in Dan's topic, but this is how boy review works sometimes. Yeah, boy review is uh, chaotic, don't understand. You just got just got to deal with it. Okay, What with the punches. Uh, so if I was like. As a kid, kids do naughty things, right? They do they do things that they shouldn't, because that's how kids that's how kids learn. Their parents say, no, you can't, you know, you know, smash that vase, put it back together with some glue. I'm trying to think what kids do that's bad. I'm, I'm too much of a good person now. I never do things wrong. <laughs> and uh, um, I remember though, if I ever did do something wrong, my parents were like, uh, da, 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 well, you know, you're gonna get some kind of punishment. It would either be, you know, we'll sit you on the naughty step, or when I was a bit older, we'll probably like not let you play any video games for uh, the rest of the day. Or um, for a weird while, I don't know why, I think we had a really dark, dusty chimney and they said, oh, we'll get, we'll get the chimney sweeps and you'll have to go with them and you'll be a chimney sweep for the rest of your life. We ah. will send you off with the chimney sweeps. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like terrified that chimney sweeps were going to come, take me away if I was really naughty. And then uh, I went to my cousin's wedding. Uh, you know, we were invited, uh, cu- you know, they invite all the family over. And, and dressed um, up as a chimney sweep. No. I don't know why these guys were here, but they'd obviously invited them, maybe for people to take pictures with them. Two chimney sweeps rocked up. What? And I was convinced that they were here to grab me. I'd obviously done something really wrong. Yeah, I you've was been naughty, got Hamish. And I hid under one of the tables, and they had to... They Mum managed to convince them to coax me out. Oh, poor you. Though, in the end, I won, because uh, the chimney sweeps... It was nearish... It was like a winterish wedding, so it was near... like Or like awesome wedding so it was nearest christmas and they were like oh well you know they were talking about that and it's like oh what what are you hoping for christmas i said oh, i really want this one thing um i can't remember what it was i think it was like a ds game probably like the next pokemon game or something and uh they coaxed me and said okay well we'll put in a good word with santa and then they went and going. and spoke to my parents who were like, you should probably get your kid this thing for Christmas. And they are like, yeah. Because my parents also felt a bit embarrassed because they'd just seen in front of this room of people at a wedding uh, i just hidden under a table I, at the I, sight of these two chimney sweeps coming in.
2: I love the idea of like, your parents being like, okay, we need, we need to punish our child Hamer. She's been naughty. It's, ti- it's time to send him off with the chimney sweeps. Let's do it at my niece or nephew's wedding. Let's just make an absolute scene of our child getting kidnapped at a wedding.
1: Honestly, you might as well. Go go hard or go home. When it comes to having your child kidnapped by probably some sort of mafia, go hard (laughs) or go home. The the Victorian London mafia.
0: That would be worse than, like, that was worse than proposing at a wedding. Like, proposing at
2: somebody else's wedding. Oh, proposing at someone else, that's just, no. Don't do that. Come on. People do it.
0: Abducting your children at a wedding is like the next level above that. You think that's worse? <laughs> yeah, in general, I think abducting well, your yeah, kids—that that is... one's
1: not only a social faux pas, but also a—it's also a crime. <laughs> and if a chimney sweets
0: a ten as boy reviewers, then they, it can be—they con- can be convicted of a crime.
1: Oh yeah, that was a good bit last week.
2: It
0: was. Uh, so, so Dan, what would you rate ghosts?
2: Uh, I mean, I see. I don't. I don't want to come on here and throw around the good,
0: good. Uh, I do it all the time.
1: Go for it.
2: Yeah, I'll give it a good. Good. Why not? It's a very funny sitcom. There's like, there's also like just great moments of humor, like not to do with the ghosts or anything about ghosts. Like uh, the two, the two living people just are very funny. good, good chemistry. And like, you can like they're introduced very well. Like you can tell, like that you know they're a good couple.
0: That's really awesome to hear. Well, I'm gonna try this show out. Well, are yeah. you gonna try it out.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll give it a couple of, cu- couple of episodes. I'll give it a chance. I'll, I'll give it a. Fighting chance to to
0: drag me in.
2: It's on BBC iPlayer. It's it's housekeeping time.
0: Yeah, it's quite. That's quite a lot of. That's quite a lot of rankings given. I think that was a good like five or six today. Well, so you, you
2: gave a ranking to each fear.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did. I did. So uh thank you so much for li- li- listening, listening, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed our sort of Halloween adjacent episode. Wilkie's got his hand up.
1: Hi. Uh, housekeeping time. I do have a little bit of housekeeping. Uh. I, I keep setting up all these stupid hashtags for, for a bit, um, and it's become very difficult for me to track if anyone is actually using them. <laughs> so if you could, um, when when I say to tweet with a hashtag, to also include just the regular hashtag boy review, that, that way I'll <laughs> see it.
0: Um, <laughs> he says, like, hashtag boy review smelly, and then proceeds to forget that he said that. Well no, it's
1: just it's really difficult for me to check up on each individual hashtag. So if you just put hashtag review and then also hashtag boraview smelly, uh then I can
2: Or Boreview Crucifix.
1: Yes, hashtag so yeah with hashtag review crucifix uh to, to protect us from the vampire that has invaded our podcast. Um please do yes also just put hashtag
0: boreview so I'll see it. My my phone's about to die. Oh bye Hamish. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna have to hear you guys. Oh no Hamish we... the vampire. It's a the vampire's attacking us. It cut out. It literally cut out just as he said, oh no, Hamish. He can't hear us now. Hamish. Give me ha- a second. Hamish can't hear um, us anymore. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my bit because I, I, I can't hear you. Uh so um yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh th- you can find us on podcast services. Lots of different podcatchers, whatever you want to use, will be there. Give us a five star rating. Give us a like, a subscribe, a, a whatever. Whatever the podcast uses as its rating system, give us the best one. Wilkie just said something, and I can't tell what he Once said. Once we
1: get enough five star ratings, we're going to stop doing prime time. Because uh, that, yeah, that's the point of the segment is to get the better at the show. Hamish, well, you got please... you got one next week. Yes, yeah, next week is a prime number. Uh, Hamish, edit that so I said the right thing the first time. Thank you, I love you.
2: Edit that so I sound smart. Hello, Can Hamish. You hear us? oh I get hey, yeah go. keep going. yeah finish, finish it up bring us home
0: okay um also we have a, a special competition going on right now and it ends as uh, you guys are listening on this on wednesday so it'll end on friday wilkie doesn't know about this i decided to do it myself scary um so it it's my competition in a way but it, it's ours uh we'll both be judging it uh today i put out on monday because that's when we record it i put out a uh post on our instagram to celebrate good good halloween we want people to be dressing up on halloween doing um you know trick or treating with your flatmates all of these we'll be posting more suggestions on our instagram as we build up to the 31st but in preparation for that one other great thing to do is watch a halloween movie and uh if you want to watch halloween movie with your friends all you have to do well you you can just buy your own but if you want us to to get you a movie All you have to do is enter our good, good Halloween uh, costume contest. Uh, So all you have to do is take a picture of your costume or you in your costume and put it on Instagram. Tag us in the post if you can and use the hashtag good, good Halloween. Follow our Instagram page that we can DM you if we decide that you win. And you have to be 18 or over to enter. I think you have to be about that age to have an Instagram account, but you know. A lot of Halloween movies are 18 plus, so it just makes it easy if we say you've got to be 18 or over. Uh, And if you fulfill all those conditions, you might win. Uh, We'll share some of our favorites on our on Halloween day on the 31st. Uh, Obviously, with your guys' permission, if that's okay, we'll share them on our Instagram page and we'll give you all a shout out on our show. You'll all be part of the good, 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 good club. Uh, And also we'll pick a winner, one winner or potentially two if there's some really, really good ones, Uh, and we'll give you a digital copy of a Halloween film of your choice uh, to watch on the 31st. Uh, So this competition ends 8 p.m. GMT. Uh, We're back to GMT now in the UK Uh, on the 30th. So when you listen to this, you only have two days. But honestly, just give it a go. We're not necessarily looking for the best designed. It doesn't matter if you're not a professional cosplayer. Anything will do. If you've seen um, uh, another of our Instagram stories today, I'm planning to stick a, a, a wet floor sign to my head. Uh, we hope you've liked the show. Remember to share us with your friends and do all of that stuff. Thank you so much for Dan for being on the show. We hope to have more guests on the future, and um, we don't know if they'll be as good as you. Oh, we hope they are. Thank you. Because you were fantastic. I hope not. Oh, no, you? you want the show to fail? And you're <laughs> no, I just I just
2: want this to be the peak. Boy if you peaks at ten, oh,
0: good bit.
2: <laughs> I, okay.
0: It's a goodbye for me. It's a goodbye for Batman,
2: and it's a goodbye for me. Goodbye. Bye.